1: I am really cold, y'all.
0: That's been Hank's Weather Minute, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, so you only hear two of us. The third is over there like a not all Silent partner.
0: Silent partner.
1: <laughs> we are Sons 1. Mona. <laughs> Addendum added true
2: <laughs> What? <laughs>
0: the world's worst worst
2: math equation <laughs> God, no, Golly Just <laughs> FYI It hasn't been six months since I last was on here yeah. so I'm breaking the streak Um, Coming around Yeah yeah.
1: Speaking of that it's been about that long since I've been on the Goose of Grace you know, I had me early on and I guess my reading was so poor <laughs> I lost to a
2: guy
1: who'd never read and I and, haven't been back since
2: and, and your, In your defense he's beating everyone <laughs>
0: Now, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. In our defense, there were like three to four months where we didn't have a podcast. So we can't count that. <laughs>
2: it's only been about two months now. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah,
1: I guess you're
2: right. At least you're not like Ryan, who's in last, whose episode didn't even air, but he's still on the rankings.
0: <laughs> we love you, buddy. We're going to get that worked out. So
1: watch out. Dan and I mm-hmm. just turned our hats back.
0: Well, I kept hitting it, the yeah, mic with watch my watch. hat. like
1: the woman who says... Hold
2: my earrings. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like when I take my glasses off. You know <laughs> things are getting real. You, you, you know he's not going to hit you though with any th- punchy throws if he takes his glasses off. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know you've just taken. I'm going to hit years.
0: something. It's either you or a lamppost.
2: <laughs> <laughs> take my best the lamp So, what's good? This has gone goose of Gracie. Uh, we have
1: a few. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here. We have a few minutes of hilarity, and then we just
0: draw it in. You <laughs> guys never draw it. We, we're still working on the draw. <laughs>
1: It's been like Jesus drawing the truth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anyway, so Mona, miss you. Be back soon. All right, moving
0: on. Oh. <laughs> let's let's oh, get Drew oh, off here as week quick week. as
1: possible. <laughs> <laughs> Mona, oh, please come back. Two
0: out
2: of three weeks Drew
0: been on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I just said
2: that so I literally what the world. Apparently nobody did. I know oh, I wait, tell, this I, is the... I can tell how much I I needed I need I to speak really this. Can. We're doing a podcast? What is I guess I've reached my word limit. Y'all yes. just going and me. Go ahead and mute you.
0: That way you really feel like Mona <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so hey, anyway, we're in Romans chapter seven. Tonight, today, this afternoon, whenever you're listening, and I, as I just told you two dudes, um, this is not first year seminary stuff we're dealing with tonight. Um, this is this is deep theology. Um, a little bit, a little bit. So, wow. So, um, Dan.
0: I was about to say, where are we even reading?
1: <laughs> I want you to read. Just Let's go verses four through six. Okay. I'm gonna and I'll come back and, and we'll the first three sort of quickly and then we're gonna jump over as I said to that other place. Okay. And, uh, but I, we want to deal with these. I mean, it's just there's not enough time. in this podcast.
0: No, no, not with, not by this, a long shot. And this
1: is what we said we were gonna do in these chapters yeah. is hit, hit them and um and move forward. But we're gonna all be right. there. So anyway, all right. And then Drew, you pray.
0: So Romans uh, seven four through six. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another to him who has been raised from the dead in order that we may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in the members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code.
2: Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for um, allowing us to dive deeper into your word, Lord. Um, It's a whole lot of, of just knowledge that we can gain from this this little passage, Lord. Let us do this passage justice today as we begin to um to, to dive deeper into it, Lord. And I pray. Amen. This little passage, my man, just read. <laughs> it's three verses. If you look at the whole concept of how many verses are in the Bible. The little part not,
0: is what we're going to get through today. It's like 0.01%. <laughs> like it's
2: like, it's like <laughs> like oh All right, percent. so here's a question for you guys. Oh, oh right, right off the bat. Good right grief. Bat. If I don't know, Dan's going to answer it.
1: <laughs> Who is actually alive
2: in you? Jesus. Good answer. Because
1: yes. <laughs>
0: if
2: he had said wrong, I had no second guess. <laughs> I was about to go back with the holy. I was go through the Trinity, man. Yes. That's, that's, my, that's my train of thought is just <laughs> the Trinity.
1: What is it, the Andrew Vanderheide question? <laughs> yep. On, on response: If it's if you don't know the answer, just say Jesus.
0: He's always the answer. <laughs> He's always that's right. The answer.
1: So, and in, in what this chapter is really dealing with is that fact. Mm-hmm. So, in the first three verses that Paul deals with a marriage and he says, and we don't like this in America. I probably made more people mad in in making a statement like this. Um, Holy mackerel, did I make a lady mad one time um, that lit me up about this topic. The Bible says that if if you're married, you're married. And God does not like divorce. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, God made them male and female, and he brought the man, and the man should leave father and mother and cleave to his wife. And so God, like it, lump it, or whatever, God doesn't like divorce. Malachi, he literally says, I hate divorce. And so he says in his first three chapters that if you go and remarry after divorce, you're committing adultery. And what he says is the only time that you can be released from that is through death. So it has this death concept to what Dan just read. Now, it's it's not a man that's dying, uh, but Jesus that died mm-hmm. so that the and, and we get confused a lot of times we think the law is dead.
2: Right. The law right. is not
1: dead. The law has been fulfilled. hmm. In Jesus, and that's a, a, a big-time difference.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I know you had something you said you really wanted to—a uh, point you wanted to make.
0: Well, just uh, the point that the, the law is is not—only is it not dead, but it's useful for us to to know what sin looks like so that we've got—you know, we can't meet the perfection that's required. Right. But in looking at what that perfection would look like, we can see the difference between that perfection and us right. so that we know we're sinners. There's no doubt that we're sinners at that point.
1: Today, on that same vein— I, as I was looking over some stuff in the commentary, he said this. He said, the law was given for two reasons. Number one, to show us what sin is mm-hmm. and technically to show us our sinfulness. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you put that so much more eloquently. <laughs> yeah. it, so Paul says, you know, if you go then that um, in, in verse seven, yet if it had not been for the law, I would have not known sin. Mm-hmm. And isn't it amazing how sometimes the knowledge of something that's wrong is such... And really what he's getting at is such a drawing force, sadly. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. Say, sadly. Yeah. I I read also a story um by Charles Waddell. He said that one of the first high rises ever made in Galveston, Texas, which is right on the Gulf. they were so afraid because there's so much glass there that on their balconies, they put no fishing from the balcony. Well, guess what that made people do? Fish. Well, <laughs> and so you can eat dinner and ding, ding, ding <laughs> You're <have> <laughs> Yeah. He said, so they said, well, let's just take that little – Sign off. Right. No fishing. He said, literally, it quit giving people the idea to fish. <laughs> so, no, they've had no problem with that since then. And that is what sin, Paul, you know, he's like, I would have known what it meant. I would have known that I was coveting until the boss said, don't covet. And then right. they came, he wanted to covet even more. Right. Why is sin such a drawing force for sinners?
0: Look at me, Drew. <laughs> no. Um well, one one the thought that just popped into my head as I panicked there for a minute um, that you were asking a question was the uh, the the reasons in the title. It's because with without dying to that sin by default, that's our state right yeah, now. There you go. You know, because we're sinners, we're drawn to sin. That's yeah. why we're called sinners.
1: You've heard me say it. Uh, Drew's heard me say it for well 20, <laughs> 20 years. Because we, I've been a preacher since you were, what, four?
2: We moved here when you were four? How old am I? <laughs> I think you're 24. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I got it right. Here's what I say. When, and Dana, you've heard it since you guys have been here. You can't expect a sinner to act like a saint.
0: Right, dude. right.
1: I mean, let's be honest, problem in our world, is too many safe folks act like that much Yeah, sinners. yeah. <laughs> but you cannot expect, and, and people get so mad, that dude walked in the sanctuary, didn't take his hat off, and he didn't, well, they don't know that.
0: Yeah, yet. yeah.
1: Because they're sinners. What do sinners do? They, they sin. sin. You cannot expect a a sinful person, a sinner, never been in church, to walk in church with their King James Version Bible yep. and Robin Holman him <laughs> And be ready to worship God like that. No. Yep. They're sinners and they're going to sin. So what our job is, to, is to to preach the gospel and let the Holy Spirit show them that sin is in their life. Because you can't get nobody saved until you get
0: lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so what, when we come to realize that we're, and sin is pleasurable for a season.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: And a sinner just knows that sin, and he dives into it and swims in it.
0: And if it wasn't pleasurable, we, we wouldn't struggle yeah. with it so much. I mean, I mean, and we
1: wouldn't be so stinking super spiritual. Yeah. Go, well, sin is not fun. Liar. Liar. <laughs> The book of Hebrews says it is pleasurable for a season.
0: For a season, right. And that's the key point right there, I mean, yeah.
1: If every time you sinned, you got stuck in the eyeball with a knife, <laughs> nobody would do it.
0: That, that got drastic. I don't know what I was expecting, but that wasn't it.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is for a while. So anyway, Drew, tell me this. You said, you answered the question, who's living in us? So what does Jesus living in us
2: do for us? Gives us the motivation to not sin. <laughs> I
0: mean, uh, simple. I mean There is a pause. I'm not speaking until I hear somebody else <laughs>
2: confirm or deny. <laughs> what mean, goofy look like? <laughs> exactly. I mean That's not how this works. No, um but kind of going off, off, off. How did you take
1: it away? So so elaborate.
2: So going back to what y'all said, the reason sinners don't, you know they don't want to stop sinning is because they don't have any motivation right. you know as a christian with jesus living in us we're we're called and we're, we should have that want to be more like jesus and to have that want means you have to stop sinning you have a want to stop sinning but without jesus in your what heart do
1: you want to stop sinning
2: i just said it to be like jesus i mean so what do you mean be like i'm jesus? backtracking here <laughs> yeah. what do
1: you mean be like jesus
2: be like him be a homie. Okay,
1: you can't answer the question just by reiterating the question. With, well, you, the you're asking. Voice, <laughs> you're asking the question. I get slightly my,
0: more frustrated. He'll take this answer. <laughs> if
1: anybody wants to know about Drew's relationship, how he gosh, does, this is us. This is us. This is us. So
0: All day I, long. I
1: ask the question. He responds <laughs> in the with the very same words that I just said, but instead of having the prerogative voice.
2: He does it in the affirmative voice.
0: Uh, I really wish I worn a referee shirt before we came out here.
2: <laughs> this is this is how I got away with answering uh. questions in college. <laughs> you just respond just how they were asked you. No,
1: but he, he, here's
0: what I look for. Jesus
1: cannot
0: stand to be in the presence of
2: sin. Yeah. That That's was simple. No, that was simple though. I mean, I could have said that. But well, that, for
0: but, but it, it, I would I would go <laughs> just uh, a. St- yes, Drew. Oh. Keep
1: it simple, stupid.
0: Y'all
2: heard something stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I I would actually take what what you said, which is not incorrect, and go one step further okay, though. You. Um it's, well, I didn't
2: get a chance because he interrupted <laughs> me halfway through. Because it's,
0: about, well, just it's not just you know if it was just the motivation, then that's kind of implying that we're able to do it ourselves. We're just not motivated. It's more that because he's now living in us and we're a new creation through him. Because he's in us, those two things, just like you said, they can't occupy the same the same space. The sin and in Christ in your. heart. Heart. So that's when you start looking more like Christ is not because, and I, it's a common mistake, I think, for new Christians especially where they're like, I just got to try harder. I just got to try. No, you have to actually, in, in a sense, try less and quit relying on yourself and begin relying on Christ. And
1: that's what Jesus wants to get you to, where you're relying upon him yeah. and not yourself. Because if you could do it, why did Jesus die? right If I could work it up in my own flesh, why, what, what did Jesus go to the cross for... And Dan just burned his
2: mouth. <laughs> huh? what gets get for trying to make me sound stupid, huh? even though he, he interrupted me.
0: I'm, I'm teared up. I'm not kidding. That was some hot tea I just... <laughs> so listen, here's what, here's
2: what he does. And
1: Drew, um, it goes to what you're saying, but the motivation... Do, and so Dan, if you wanted to word it like Drew said, the motivation doesn't come from us. Yeah. It comes right. from the empowerment right. of the Holy Spirit living us. And, and remember.
2: And so, to, to, so if, you know, if, if there is a sin, just to finish my thoughts, um, you know, it, when, when there when there is a sinner, he has no motivation because Jesus isn't is in his heart. Because, like Dan said, right, they right. cannot exist together. So we have the motivation because Jesus is in our heart, and Jesus cannot stand sin, which means we cannot stand like stand sin because we're to, called to be like Christ, and we're going to have a want to be like Christ because Christ is in our heart.
1: And I love, like you go to St. Corinthians chapter 5, he said, and the love of Christ compels yes. me. Yeah. Same word for motivation in, in the sense that you're using. Because what I don't want, and I think Dan was getting at this, I don't want people to think that I'm just motivated outwardly.
0: Right. I mean, you know, really, I'm compelled inwardly. if it was left to just your own motivation in that sense, yeah. we would just continue being sinners. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, left to our own devices, we're just going to wallow in our own sin and continue to do so.
1: And I, and I talked about that yeah. Sunday. I said— um, well, I don't know what I see, but anyway, <laughs> well, no. <okay. laughs> it's
0: not like he was there.
1: <laughs> in my mind. Oh, God doesn't want to change us from the outside. Oh, absolutely. Because if I'm putting pressure on, like if I'm putting pressure on Drew to change a certain way that I want, but you come along down and you put pressure on Drew to change, you, you may have more influence than what I have. Yeah. So what Jesus does, he goes back to Ezekiel. And this is what I was going to say before you interrupted me, (laughs) um, is that, remember, in the Old Testament, it is Jesus concealed. Mm -hmm. But the Old Testament, every word, every jot, every tittle, every period, everything pointed to Calvary and Jesus and the coming of Jesus. Right. So in Ezekiel, which, seriously, I cannot wait to meet Ezekiel in heaven, uh, this dude was my kind of guy, (laughs) sort of off the beaten path. In Ezekiel 36, 26 and 27, he says, and I will give you a new heart. Heart being the seat of emotions. Heart. You know, as I said, Sunday, you don't go around and say, well, I just had my liver broken. <laughs> no, we say we have a heart broken. You know, my pancreas got broke by my girlfriend today. No, no, no. My heart That's
0: broke. what happened to me. That's what I'm
1: doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm my small
2: intestine.
1: <laughs> mm. <And that> <laughs> I hate it when that happens <laughs> And uh, and this goes back to yours. So you are right. And I'll put a new spirit yeah within you. I'll remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you. I'm um, from your. I'll remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. In other words, a heart that is not cold to the mm-hmm. gospel, or a heart that is not hard toward the gospel, of the things of Jesus. And this is. And I will put my spirit within you. Mm-hmm. Always within to out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's never out to end. Yeah. Because Jesus said, it's not what goes in you that makes you unclean. It is what comes out. That yeah, you what
0: absolutely. You
1: are, and calls you. Here you go, Drew. Here's the motivation and the compulsion. And calls you to walk in my statutes and to be careful to obey my rule. Mm-hmm. Now, so here's the question. How does he do that? How did we get to that point?
0: Oh, now you're looking at me. Uh, I mean, one one way that, that – just has been front and center for me for the last you know couple of years. Really, is just conviction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the the fact that you start desiring things that go against your old self, right, yeah. you start desiring to to get rid of those things so that you you can become closer to to God and, and become more like Christ. Things that you normally know you would gravitate toward, right. you start to push away from.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and you do it by, you got something, Drew? No, you got it, you got So and here's, and I, I mentioned we'll go here this morning, um, well, a little before we get on here. Galatians 2.20.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been crucified with Christ. That That's how it is. And, and Drew goes back to how you answered. It's not, I, you know, I'm crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Mm-hmm. Some people I've heard say... Well, it's the hardest thing you'll ever do. No, no, no. It's impossible to live the Christian life. It is utterly impossible. Mm -hmm. Only one man ever did it, and he was the God man. Right. Jesus Christ. And, you know, it goes on, And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. Righteousness had to come through grace. What we need was Jesus. We needed somebody to fulfill the righteous requirements of the law that we could not fulfill Mm. because they told us, number one, what sin is. Number two, that we were sinners. And then we needed somebody to fulfill that fully. And that was Jesus. And as a result, now that he has died, he's written the new covenant in his blood. He's fulfilled it all so that when when God looks at me, he doesn't see me trying to do that. He sees Christ living in me and the life I now live, I can live out by faith in the Son of God. So, my question is this: If if we are living with Christ in us, tell me this: Why is it we do not always do the things we should do?
2: I, I took the last one, Drew. Come on, because even even though we are, um, you know, even though we are we are saved through grace, and you know, and Christ is in us, and we're, we're we're still broken people at the end of it. Yeah. And it's not going to it's not going to yeah it it's not like a shower. You you know you're dirty and then you go in the shower and you're clean. Like like it is that, but at the same thing is you we have to take a shower every day. You know, we still sin every day. We're still broken. We still get dirty every day. So I guess it is like a shower. But um <laughs> but I mean and, and, and that's the reason is cuz at, at the heart of it, we're still we're still broken. You know, God forgives our sins. He doesn't make us perfect.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And so, yeah. Boom. That was deep.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what I was going to say... sounds oh, wrong. <laughs> ...is Paul struggled with the same thing.
0: Right, right. The uh, Well, and that, I didn't know if we were going to get to that one uh, <laughs> yeah, this we're going time around.
1: Now. Wait, I mean, we, we fully vetted the other, I think. Yeah, yeah. Go. Yep, Dan. I, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole lot of yep <laughs> yeah yeah the, that's Mona's right 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 until she could gather <laughs> her thoughts. You, uh, going
0: into uh, verse fifteen there, um, so verse fifteen. Now that I said, oh, for I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate, and and it's just the idea, and we we hit on it earlier before that. Mm-hmm. Being a Christian doesn't mean you somehow magically, you know, trying hard enough and yeah. re- not having to rely on God. But we struggle with that. And I think that's why we we continue to have these problems with sin continuously is because we never completely rely on God. We always yeah, want no. God, plus, this is actually what I really want, you know.
2: Yeah, let's so, be honest. Because it's still it, broken.
1: There you go. So, what we really find is. The truth of the matter is we are all desiring the things of God. As as a believer, man, I, I desire to live for God. Mm-hmm. I, that That is my heart's cry. But often my eyes get taken away. Yeah, yeah. And so instead of living for eternity and for the things of God, let's just be honest. At times when we sin, what do we do? We fulfill the desires of the flesh. Yeah. Sadly, but we do. And, yeah.
2: and And to go along with that, when when we we do get saved we're at that point you know before we got saved we were sinners and then after we got saved we're sinners saved the Greeks our our name didn't change it got like there's more added on to our name mm. which which just shows it like we're still sinners we're still like that said we're still like no matter how hard we try no matter how hard you know no matter how much we even seclude ourselves from the world we're still going to sin because it's it's in our nature, you know. Once Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. at that point we became sinners. Everyone did.
0: Well, and if you're like me, it tends to be cyclical. So so you'll you'll come through this moment um, that that Paul's talking about here, where you hate what you do. You yes. you realize you're a sinner. You realize that that the things you're doing are hurting your relationship with god and so then you begin this humble process uh, after you feel that conviction of repairing that relationship of relying on god and then you get to feeling pretty good you say oh god me we're doing pretty good and then you
1: slip right back you're gone you know
0: so it tends to be this endless cycle that that we won't see end until eternity yeah
1: yeah paul says for for I do not understand my own actions. Paul says, I don't even understand my own self. And and anybody who says they understand, I, I, I don't understand why I do some things that I do. I mean, it just and it kills me. He says, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Yep. A- and as a believer, you have to understand and you have to accept the fact you hate sin. But no matter how hard we try and no matter how hard
2: we strive after, we still fall short. Yeah. And... But I, th- I think the sad thing is is a lot of Christians today that don't hate sin. And so that's well,
1: I think we minimize
2: sin. Yeah. We think it's no big deal to God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and we think our sin is nothing to compare. Like and that's that's what we do is we compare our sins to other people's oh, people. Oh yeah, man. Well, you know, at least I come to church. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and I. Th- I and I think that's where the 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 ketchup is for 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 our the when do we start talking about condiments? <laughs> Just, uh, the, the hook for I heard that the same way yeah. I was like oh the ketchup <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I said it to – thought it was uh, a little mustard yep, yeah <laughs> where we, the hook is for us because Paul tried his hardest not not to to sin but yet we're like well if I sin it's okay because you know to, yeah, yeah. God saves me well, so it's okay. like you said so minimized and and. Yeah, go ahead. No, that just can't be our action because yeah. so many
1: people go, "Well, okay, I'm good." <laughs> we we, I, I don't know if we're being Morse coded in here or somebody is like, <laughs> but um, no. So many people drew just like, "Well, I'm human, so I'm just going to go ahead and sin. It's no yeah. big deal. Yeah. God's going to forgive but, but me."
2: But when Paul saying. Look, I don't even want to do it. When that's the thing is, we want to do it because we're like, it, it's okay. God's going to forgive me; He has my back. Yeah. But Paul saying, Paul saying the complete opposite of what we think. Yeah, and that is sin's horrific. Sin is is terrible. It's the worst thing. You should hate sin as a hate Christian. it.
0: And I still do it. Yeah, yeah.
2: And he says, but yes, but I, accidentally. Yes, but yeah. he says, but yes, I still do it. But I still hate it. Yeah We're, but that's our thing is it's not that bad so I, I, it,
0: but it's okay so I that goes it. back to what we talked about last week uh, in this idea of like oh should we sin more so God's grace is on exi-? no you should hate no send. you should hate
2: it yeah <laughs> so and, wait, you go ahead and, and, and he identifies though in the next verse of, of why he sins, he says, "For I know that nothing good dwells within me." So mm-hmm. he's saying it, it's my fault, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times we blame. Well, you know, God, he, he could have not made me an alcoholic. He could have put, you know, put me in or, a different path, yeah, or or something like that. We blame God because for our sin. And, and when in reality, Paul's like, "No, it's me. It's my nature. Yeah,
0: it's me." Or we go the opposite route and say, "Oh, Satan got a whole – No, he didn't even need to Satan lift a finger. Satan don't your <laughs>
1: name, man. It's a you, demon. You do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, 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 James, go to James chapter one. Yeah, the, It clearly says it's me when I'm drawn away yeah. by
2: my own desires. Well, and, and so that, it's... I forgot what I was going to say. But it's okay. Um, no, that, that's what we do in today's society is we blame – that's what it is. We blame everybody else oh, but yeah. ourselves, oh, yeah. we, and that's why we minimize sin because right. we say, well, I'm not actually that bad of a person because, yeah. you know, yeah, my sin, yeah, I, I drink on, on, on the side. I, I do this on the side. I do that on the side. But look look over there. They're yeah, killing Yeah, we use folks, the wrong measuring
1: scale. right. Isn't it amazing how we make we make our the measuring scale something that fits us oh, yeah. to make us look oh, the yeah. best?
2: And it's, it's always changing, too, you know? Yeah. It is always changing. All right. Well, time's up. <laughs> wow, okay. Y'all ended a whole lot more whoop, uh, than the goose of grace. Well, <laughs> we just blow right through.
1: Now, uh, here's what I'll say this is my one statement about this that I heard a preacher, Reverend Boswell, back uh, when he's my pastor for a while. He said, Sinners dive into sin and love it and swim in it. Save folk accidentally fall into oh. sin and hate it the very moment they do it. And that's just been the best advice. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you have it, you, you get under conviction, yeah. and then you ask the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus to forgive you. So anyway, hey, let's pray real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we just love you. God, what a deep topic. And and we could spend hours um, dealing with this, Father. But God, just help us to understand if when we are saved that we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us that has more power than anything else. You tell the Scripture that he was in us is greater than uh, that he was in the world, and we do not have to succumb to the temptations of the evil one or his little minions, nor to ourselves and our flesh. So, God, help us, Lord. Lord, we love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got producer DJ Dan, hey, the hey, hey. edit man, and my son, also my youth pastor, better known as Drufus. <laughs> so glad you're here. Yep. All right, guys. Bye.